Hello, and welcome to the World We Live In podcast. I'm your host, Eric Patterson. Alongside me is Kyle Malden. Join us as we explore the amazing, mysterious aspects of our planet's cultures, history, and future trends. challenging the week is, the more I'm thankful for the podcast. Is that right? It is right. It is right. Yeah, move some of that shit out of there. (laughs) Okay. I think we're good. Had to get adjusted. We flew in my room. Oh, yeah, we did. Set it up fast and we're going. Um, But yeah, man. How was your week? Yeah, really good week. Uh, it's finally, you know, getting to summer weather, so I'm I'm in a pretty good mood. It is. What about it is. you? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty damn hot. It's pretty hot. <laughs> oh, also, I uh, I started CrossFit this week. Ah, yes. So now that I've told everyone that I started CrossFit, I'm hoping that I can see gains because I heard CrossFit doesn't work unless you tell unless people. you tell everyone. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. like veganism. Right. Yeah. So now now that I've told everyone, I'm hoping that yeah. I see some results. Yeah, me and uh, me and Kyle are. Uh, it's CrossFit house. I wonder if Elliot would do CrossFit. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Um, I went to Walmart today. Oh. Yeah. How was that? I don't usually go to Walmart. Um, Walmart is Walmart's a certain type of place. It is. It is. I mean, it. You can probably find anything at Walmart, and if you can't find it, it probably doesn't exist. What'd you go to Walmart for? Oh, I went to, I actually, I couldn't find what I was looking for at Walmart, but it, it was a very specified, it was a very specific item. Okay. It was for work. And so I understand why they didn't have it, but, um, I went there first because I saw it online as a cheaper, as cheaper at Walmart, but they didn't have it in the store. I guess they have it online, but yeah, I went there first and didn't have it. But anyway, um, no, I just, I don't go to Walmart very often. So when I go there, I'm like, Oh my gosh! It uh, Walmart is kind of like the internet to where it has its own like subculture. It well, do you know it, you know yeah you know yeah, yeah I no mean? I, I like, totally do. You walk into Walmart and you leave Nashville and you're transported into the subculture of Walmart. Well, it just, yeah, it just has a it just has a vibe to it. Um, different sort of place. It's a different sort of place, but I mean, hey. They're obviously doing something right. They're like <laughs> like one of the best companies in the world. Um, but anyway, uh, there's one other thing that I, oh, well, we probably should mention the Preds lost, unfortunately. We did. It's a tough, it was a tough loss last night. Tough loss for the city. Although I'm glad we were downtown. I'm glad we went for like the last game. Um, it was fun. It was a good time. Um, but yeah. Now it's uh oh, to... oh yeah hold on yesterday oh, yeah we went downtown to watch the Preds play at like across the street from the stadium you know they have a viewing party whatever yeah yeah the people in front of us set up they come in oh they have, this is great they have three chairs so people we're standing we didn't even bring chairs they come in they have three chairs two bags two unopened bags family sized of Cheetos. Uh, hot Cheetos and Cheeto Puffs. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like a, a bucket of hot chicken, enough <laughs> to feed three people. And I'm like, oh, wow, these people really set up. They're going for it. Then comes the 26 plate platter. Uh, the 26 yes. piece shrimp cocktail platter. <laughs> these people in front of us, like I said, we didn't even bring chairs. We don't have chairs. We don't have water. These people have got it all down pat. Three course meal, it was very impressive. 
It was impressive. I was jealous. I couldn't believe it. We were laughing so we hard. We were laughing so hard. And then one of, the, one of the dudes was like visibly drunk and was cheering just the entire time just at the top of his was lungs. so drunk at one point the Winnipeg Jets scored and he started cheering and he started going woo woo <laughs> we're just like uh no that's tough but anyway if, you, um, if you're cheering for the wrong team at a sporting event yeah. you're, too, you're too drunk you know you're having a good time <laughs> <laughs> dude then there were those Winnipeg Jets fans like a few feet in front of us part of me was like I want to go like fight them and like make them leave but the other part of me was like i respect you don't have to like it but it, that's a tough being an away yeah. fan's a tough that's uh, a, it's a tough task yeah yeah it's very true um it helps when there it was it was a girl that was making a lot of noise no one's gonna go up and fight the girls no one's gonna yeah you know what, you know what i yeah, mean yeah. if you're a guy exactly. like you pretty much have an open season on you like you're probably gonna get cussed out it's true that's true i mean I imagine there are people that would cuss out, that would cuss out, I mean, the girls were like, what, 20? They're in their 20s. 20s. I could, dude. At a, dude, at a heated sporting less, match. Less likely. Less likely, definitely, but I think it would, I think it could still happen, but no, can't happen anymore. On to the Titans. That's training right. camp, when's training camp start, you know? August. August. <sighs> July, August. July, August, yeah. Because yeah. August is preseason, so. Yeah, yeah. Should be a good season. I'm very excited. Yeah, dude, I am too. I am too. Hopefully I go to a game or two. But uh, anyway, um, dude, let's start with this story about uh, Congress uh, dedicating some money to uh, SETI, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Yeah, so um, this, this congressman in Texas has proposed a bill to uh, give to uh, NASA two years, so it's $10 million over two years, to research techno-signatures mm. such as radio transmissions in order to meet the NASA objective to search for life's origin, evolution, distribution, and future in the universe. Interesting. That was a quote, by the mm. way. Yes. Techno signatures. So from what from what I understood, right? So techno signatures are just basically radio waves radio floating waves around space from, yeah. that we are gonna search for for ten million dollars. There have been a couple instances. I, shouldn't, I I think there's been a couple. I know one specifically that can't remember. I think it was like eighties, nineties. Maybe before that, but they had they they, because this has been around this has been around for not a good while but long enough long enough long enough to where there's uh, we've picked up signals and there was one that they thought was like possibly a the researchers thought was possibly a signal from a life form, but it never repeated. So, what are you gonna do? That's dude. It's the crazy thing, and like by the time it reaches Earth, oh, it's probably been out there for dude. I mean, a freaking long, time, long ago, time, long time ago in a galaxy yeah. far, far away. Oh yes. Um. So this, uh, it is of note that this this bill. Yeah. Why? Why was this important? Is to just approve the mm. ten million, or to make it a possibility. It's not okay. guaranteeing ten million dollars. Yeah. Um. But it is. It is a step in that direction. Um, I mean, I'd say it's significant because it's it's ten million dollars. Oh yeah, it's definitely significant. Texas. Yeah. Uh, also, I think it's significant because he is a uh, the person that's repo- that per- is proposing it is mm. Republican. Yep. And he's also. Isn't he a uh, climate change denier? He is. He is a climate change denier. <laughs> um, and obviously with, you know, Texas being a red state, mm-hmm. we have a Republican president and yep. a Republican House and Congress that... Uh, All that jazz. 
you know, it just might go through. Just just might happen to slip through. I think it's cool though. Um, so this bill this bill's a big deal just because it is kind of pushing in that direction. So the idea is if that they can get disapproved, then they can get the funding approved and that'll just start. So back in nineteen ninety two they tried this. Uh, to pass this, and they were just like, absolutely not. Yeah. That's ridiculous. We have better things, basically, to spend money on. Mm-hmm. Um, but the passing of this bill, you know, 26 years later, would just signify a change in kind of regime and, um, for sure, you know, mindset. But I guess it kind of goes along with the pattern we're seeing of, like, the space initiatives kind of launching with um tesla and spacex i shouldn't say tesla spacex um and then this and uh didn't dude nasa just launched a they just launched a rocket like very recently yeah it's uh it's going to mars to um examine uh, uh underneath underneath the surface um, yeah. three, like yeah. it says three days ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was this week. Yeah, yeah. It's it's go heading to Mars to do some further. Yeah, I don't know. Further. I think it's trying to. Yeah, all all I should all I all I've heard is that it's it's, it's going to Mars. Yeah, it's going to Mars, and that it's it's um, going to deal with like some of the land and. Well, since we're on the topic, yeah. Uh, like eight hours ago, uh-huh. SpaceX uh, tried again to launch its first ever rocket. Into space? Yeah. Oh. Well, damn. We could have watched it live on space.com. Man, you know, I haven't, I haven't been on space.com in a few days. <laughs> I must have missed that <clears throat> notification. Dude, I think, it, I think it worked. I hope so. Elon Musk. Wow. It's crazy to me that all of this stuff can be, like, privatized. Yeah. That is super scary. But, uh, dude, that's like, I feel like that's the only way it's going to work. I mean, yeah. Government just takes so long. Nothing ever gets approved. It takes years for things well, to get approved. Well, we just talked about the thing that it just... Yeah. 26 years ago just exactly. got denied, and it's taken 26 years for it to make its way back. Dude, and then someone new comes in office, and things get... Things get reversed, like the uh, Iran nuclear deal. Just backed out of that. Just this week. Yeah, dude. Think it's just, it's just, yeah. It's so it's convoluted. Big government. Wow. Um, if you're interested, I just found a, a NASA website. It's nasa.gov/launch schedule. Oh, that's sick. Um, and it has a list of of past and future launches and what their missions are wow wow nasa's a lot busier than i thought yeah i was about to say I, they do a lot more than the media covers they're always throwing stuff up i would definitely recommend this yeah we'll, we'll put it in our uh, show notes yeah wow i feel like a little kid talking yeah. about space makes me feel like i'm in kindergarten i know and you like want to be an astronaut you, you remember when you were a kid and you had well, I mean, I didn't have them, but I had friends that did. The mm-hmm. the glow, they were glow-in-the-dark stars. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what... Talking about space makes me feel like that is equivalent to, like, my knowledge of space. <laughs> Does that make sense? Does that make sense? <laughs> Just talking about plastic stars. Right, like that. I'm aware that space is so complicated that, like, holding and, like, ho- dealing with plastic stars mm-hmm. is, like, my knowledge level. <laughs> Dude, I totally... Space is... Space is crazy. It is. It's wild. Would you rather, if you had to explore, would you rather explore the ocean or space? Space. Space. Yeah. Space. I'm going. I'm sticking with it. Talking about like, like you had no limits. Like you could you could go anywhere, oh, see anything. Oh, a hundred percent space. Space. Yeah. I mean, space is just way more... Well, it's endless. Unlimited I mean, it's than endless. the ocean. Yeah, yeah the, the ocean's crazy, man. Would you rather do the ocean or space? I, dude, it's a tough one. 
It's a, I mean, no doubt, like space. It would be it would be awesome to like see other planets and other galaxies, but like, as far as like being a human on Earth, you'd be an, you'd be an expert. The ocean is some of the stuff they found in the ocean is just absolutely in, insane. Like fish that are able to light themselves up, bioluminescence. That's nuts. Some of the other things that I don't even know words for. Giant squids. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, Electric eels. Nazi submarines. Not. There you go. Yeah. Atlantis. <laughs> Atlantis. Yes. Yes. Not the one in the Bahamas. No, no. But that was. That's a cool one. That's a good. That's, that's a, a good, good Atlantis. One. Yeah. If you're looking for a more tangible Atlantis, go to the one in the Bahamas. That's not a promotion. Still waiting. Yeah. Still waiting on the sponsorship. <laughs> still waiting on the sponsorship. Oh man! Well, should we uh, should we move on to the uh, to the weird? Yeah, of course. Move on to the weird. So um, this story uh, is from the Smithsonian, um, and I've heard this story before um, once, um, but I haven't heard it. I hadn't heard it after that. Um, and it, it the first time I heard it, it was just. I was just, I was so intrigued by it because it is so, it's really strange. Um, and I guess this kind of ties into the ocean. Um, this is, this story is about an island off the coast of Chile and this island is called, uh, Chilewe. And, um, basically it sits out in the ocean and, um... Well, I guess I guess the best way is to just hop into it. Um, basically, this story revolves around um, basically a witch trial um, on the island in the late 1800s, um, 18, 1880 to 1881. And the article starts out by talking about... Um, it starts out by talking about the Inca Empire and how the Inca Empire went to the edge of like uh, Chile and South like South America, but beyond that, no one like had explored. And it's it starts out by setting the scene of this island as a very mysterious place. Um, and uh, in eighteen eighty. It says, in 1880, a little more than half a century after Chile, uh, or I should say, Chile um, was known for its piracy and uh, privateering, and in the 19th century, when Latin America revolted against the imperial rule, the island remained loyal to Spain, and in 1880, a little more than half a century after it was finally incorporated in Chile... It was also the scene of this trial. And this trial is centered around um, the <laughs> basically this group of indigenous people who claimed that they were warlocks. And it's like a, it's like a wish mafia. Yeah, it really is. So, this man named uh, Mateo, um, how do you think you pronounce that dude's last name? I'm not even going to try. I'm just going to go with Mateo. Um, He was a farmer on the island, and when he was 70 years old, and by his own admission, he had been a member, or I should say, at the time, in 1880, he was 70 years old, and he had been a member of the Righteous Province. And this is like this group, this mafia group. Uh, I think that's really the best way to describe it. Um, in his testimony, this society, uh, he says, was an important power on the island with numerous members and an elaborate hierarchy of kings and viceroys. And a headquarters located in a vast cavern. Uh, 40 or so yards long, whose secret entrance was cleverly concealed in the side of a ravine. Um, this cave 
was hidden somewhere outside the coastal village of Kwikavi. And Mateo said that this place is home to a pair of monsters that guarded society that guarded the society's most treasured possessions, which was an ancient book of magic and a bowl that filled with water allowed secrets to be seen. Uh-huh. So this, uh, the Righteous Providence, uh, like we were getting at, is a secret society of witches and, and warlocks that apparently uh, basically killed and ate people and kidnapped babies. Yeah, they kidnapped babies, they murdered people. Um, this Chilean historian named Benjamin Vicuna or Vicuña McKenna, um, he recorded um, this man's uh, first visit to the cave, um, and his name is Jose Merriman, um, or it's, I should say, it says, the account says, 20 years ago when Jose Merriman was king, he was ordered to go to the cave with meat for some animals that lived inside. He complied with the order and took and took them the meat of a kid he had slaughtered. Merriman went with him, and when they reached the cave, he started dancing like a sorcerer and quickly opened the entryway. This was covered over with a large layer of earth, and under this there was a piece of metal, the alchemy key. He used this to open the entryway and was then faced with two completely disfigured beings which burst out of the gloom and rushed towards him. One looked like a goat for it dragged itself along on four legs and the other was a naked man with a completely white beard and hair down to his waist. So, um, <laughs> this, that was a testimony, um... And that was that was actually Mateo's testimony, um, the man we had mentioned previously. So, very strange. Um, what, what what was what was your first reactions? Um, so my first reactions were that I was really really hoping that the goat was actually an animal. <laughs> I know, right? Because it said it looked like a goat. But it didn't say it was a goat, no, it didn't. and I had some great fear about that. I was just, yeah, a little worried, a little worried. Um, well, I think we should go off of that. Um, so basically, these two things are not animals at all. They're actually uh, humans. Um, so... The goat-like monster is called uh, the Chivato, a deformed mute covered in piggish bristles. The other, and they say far more dangerous of the cave's twins, um, was the Invunche? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Invunche. Uh, like the Chivato, it had once been a human baby and had been kidna kidnapped in infancy. Um... Basically, the baby's kidnapped and yeah. then, like, stretched out and, and deformed yeah. from infancy. You can read the details. It's pretty, it's pretty gruesome. Yeah, basically, the head is, like, rotated and the arms are disjointed. Yeah, it's really, really messed up. Um, it's pretty gross. Pretty, pretty, pretty nasty. Uh, I don't know... If this is true, obviously, it's messed up. But also, if this is some made-up lore just to frighten people it's still pretty messed up it worked <laughs> yeah it uh, worked because if you're at, if you're at that age and your arms and legs are disjointed oh god i oh, imagine dude. that you just you just grow with your limbs you, you have up. to mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's not like well you've heard uh have you heard of those of the stories about the uh in Ch I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's China where they would like break the women's the, the feet. feet yeah. yeah and then they would like grow so that they could walk a certain way mm -hmm. yeah so they'd they'd wrap them 
They'd wrap them, yeah, yeah. They'd wrap them and force them to grow a certain way. There's also, like, uh, um, have you ever heard of the, like, elongated skull? Where the they the d- next. The yeah. Guinness Book of... Yeah, yeah, yeah that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you're talking about? For sure. That's not what I was talking about, but I, I know what you're talking about. Body modifications. But, yeah, any sort of body modification. They I exi- mean, we know they exist. We, they do exist. Or, <laughs> dude, have you ever seen the people who stretch their earlobes? No, but yeah. yes. Yeah, I, I can mean, picture it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, so yeah, this, um, that whole, that whole uh, testimony was by Mateo, by Mateo, and yeah, they, um, they were fed human flesh. Um, Basically, they're kidnapped. And they live in this cave. live in this cave. And, and people feed them. And they, they don't know how to communicate. <laughs> Since they're kidnapped at such a young age, they're basically kept in this cave their whole life and fed human flesh and yeah. basically pets of this of this mm-hmm. cult. Um, now there was, during this trial, um, a week-long search for the cave that was conducted in the spring of 1880 and it failed to uncover anything um, that related to the cave's existence. Um, it says, the article goes on and it says, whatever the righteous province actually was, the society does seem to have existed in some form. And many Chilo, Chilotes, yeah, mm. Chilotes regarded it, um, regarded its members as fearsome enemies possessed of genuinely supernatural powers. What I think, what I think is crazy is that these, this mafia on this island, it was known that they exist and mm-hmm. other people remained to live on the island when they knew that people were just like getting murdered. Yeah, it's 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 a really weird dynamic. Um... Cause what? So when I first initially read the, like that opening paragraph, I was like, "Oh, they must have had the island to themselves. Who would want to live there? Who would want to live on that place?" Yeah. Just kidding. Other people <laughs> inhabit the island. Well, it says accounts dating to the 19th century tell of a regular collection of protection money on Chilaway. Um Basically, an annual tribute demanded of practically all villagers to ensure they would have no accidents during the night. Uh, the old banana peel. <laughs> little, uh, little slash of the tires, if you will. Midnight visit. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I, I don't know. It's weird because... This dude gave this testimony. Matteo gave the testimony um, of this weird place and these weird rituals. Um, there's also yeah. There's also rituals of <laughs> oh here it is. It says when the witches needed spies and messengers, they drew on other resources. The society, the society was widely believed to use adolescent girls, who, uh, yeah, were stripped naked, forcibly fed a drink, and they turned into. Um, they were they were fed human blood, <laughs> and uh, fruit fruit juice. Yeah. from a fruit that's only found on the island. And then they turned into birds. They vomited up their own intestines and turned into birds. And then they would return later that night, eat their intestines, and then... Become human become again. Become human. I feel like I've had a couple nights like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've had one. I've <laughs> definitely had one. I, I Yeah. That's definitely true. It wasn't as magical, though. I didn't fly. I know I didn't fly. <laughs> definitely. There was no flying involved. <laughs> The fact that people are associated with behavior where you capture little girls, make them drink human blood where they throw up and turn into birds. You know what I mean? Like, that is just a really oddly specific... It's... Yeah, it's... I don't don't know, man. It's really... Um, These people also... uh, 
they drink human blood. They wear human skin yep. as clothes, um, specifically of Christians. They dig up Christian corpses and throw their skulls around. It's a really interesting, um, and I know, I know the article talks about it a little bit, but it's a really interesting, and this is, this is even similar to what happened with the, with like the Salem witch trials. It's a really interesting dynamic when you incorporate indigenous and Christian ideals. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's strange, but it's it's been it's been repeated. I mean, many times. It's a fear fear of the other fear, fear of, the, of the uh fear of the unknown for real for real. Um. So yeah, that's pretty much the outline of kind of the uh, supernatural aspect of it. Um, the article talks about um, the righteous province um, of how it's of interest to historians and anthropologists for there is actually an elaborate hierarchy whose titles seem to have been deliberately chosen um, to ape the established government, the article says. Chiloé was, for example, divided into two kingdoms, each of which or, sorry, each with its own native ruler, the king of Pios, who held the higher rank, and the king of Quicavi. Um, below them came a number of queens, viceroys, and finally repairmen, who were healers and concocters of herbal medicines. Each ruler had his own territory, which the society gave a name associated with the old Spanish empire, um, Lima, Buenos Aires, Santiago, um, and... It did this in the belief that this would not only encourage secrecy, but also magically recreate a geography. So, I feel like this is one of the uh, this is one of the perks of living on an island that's so secluded. Is you can basically do whatever you want, and until more people come to the island. No one's gonna notice. Huge perk of island life. Island life. You can you can basically do whatever you want. So apparently the water around this island are known to be like super cold, a lot of rocks, mm-hmm. like really difficult to navigate. Yep. Um the water sometimes apparently would turn black. And that's why I would say it's probably so attractive for pirates is that it was so like not even worth getting to. It's a hideout. Apparently. Yeah. Not even worth, like, if you made it that far, like, what goes on over there should just stay, you know, over there. Exactly. Um, yeah. I don't know. What is your, uh, what's your take on the island? Like, what do you, what do you, do you think these were, like, Oh, I think they definitely killed people. I think they definitely killed people. Oh, for sure. For sure. As far as changing girls into birds, I would say probably not. Yeah. I would say as far as kidnapping people and killing them and possibly cannibalism. Possibly. I I would go there. I I could see that. Although cannibalism is a really quick way to demonize a culture if you claim that it they is. eat other people <laughs> people are like oh whoa 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 right if you're like no, no no he's really cool he is a cannibal though it's like well no like everything you just said is not just discredited he's not cool he's not <laughs> no definitely not also the diseases that can come with cannibalism are i imagine pretty high yeah i mean human flesh like it's not it's not meant to be eaten uh, but anyway, um, like you said, also like uh, when you live on an Island and you're relatively untouched from the outside world and you just have thousands of years of, you know, untouched, I don't want to say, Oh, how do I phrase this? Un unchallenged culture. Mm. It, it has a higher 
possibility of, of kind of running wild. Oh, for So sure. when your ideas are challenged, they have to change to morph, you know, the, the current political or, like, social climate. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it, like, does that... Definitely. Make sense. And so in this time when people were flying around on boats, you know, everywhere and trading and exchanging new ideas and this island remained like relatively untouched mm. i think there is a higher chance of like radicalism for sure well it's almost as if and uh there's a good paragraph in here which i'll read after this it's almost as if they created a sort of um, ominous feel and an ominous idea of the island. Almost, it's almost seems like to pr- protect. Protect. They didn't want. They didn't want people coming, which is totally valid. They just didn't want. They didn't want outsiders. Um, and it's um, so the island, um, which was largely inhabited by the Mapuche and indigenous people. Um, noted for their shamans, who had long, who had long resisted the rule of Spain. Um, this anthropologist suggests the righteous province succeeded in establishing deep ties to rural communities, providing solutions to needs the Chilean state could not satisfy. The same model, of course, has driven the emergence of secret societies such as mafia in many different jurisdictions. It helps to explain why um basically the higher ups um had these or basically it's it explains why this this group was supposedly created mm. yeah and why they had um why they had why they needed the citizens to cooperate. That's and I guess that ties into the protection. The illusion of yeah, power. danger. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I think it's I think it's interesting that um, in the trial, the righteous providence were found as nothing more than thieves and murderers. Mm. Um, eventually, a hundred or so members of the society were rounded up. Um, a lot of them claimed just to be healers and that they didn't murder anyone. Yeah. But then again, when you're faced with jail, how many people are willing to admit that they have murdered someone? Well, uh, they basically swept all the supernatural stuff under the rug. They did. They, I mean, it wasn't... Well, which is understandable. Yeah. Um... Again, right. I mean, if you're in court, of course, you're not going to... Yeah, I mean, of course... Um, you're trying to stay out of prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. But, like, the people the people doing the trial just kind of... like These guys, like... Yeah, they, so... They so, murdered. Right, so Chile, um, apparently... I don't know if it was outlawed or if it was a societal thing, but kind of agreed a while ago that that sorcery wasn't real which is bullshit and so they were being tried for their actions as opposed to their claims of Mm -hmm. sorcery Mm -hmm. so a couple people went to jail um two members were sentenced for 15 years for manslaughter uh 10 more were convicted for membership of an unlawful society Mateo uh, Mateo mm-hmm. um, was sent to prison for three years, uh, not on charges of witchcraft though. No, um, but for racketeering. Yes, yes, love it. Um, and uh, it was short lived. Um, in eighteen eighty one. The major it says the majority of the sentences imposed in eighteen eighty one were overturned on appeal. On uh, but on Chile, the imprisonment of many of its leaders was widely believed to have finished the righteous province off for good, 
and no conclusive trace of any such organizations have been found there since, or on the island since. Mm-hmm. They must have all went underground. They all—they're all living in the uh, in the underground cave with the with the goat man and the uh, deformed, deformed bearded water. <laughs> it's a uh, dangerous time to be in a society, secret society. Yeah. You kind of wonder how many secret societies are actually out there, just kind of hanging out. You know what I mean? I think more than I am willing to admit. More yeah. than I want there to be. Yeah. Actually, yep. I more than I want there to be. I agree. Um, there's not. I I I wanted to say there's not many places where you could like start a secret society, but say, I, I think there's more I, than I uh, there's more than we would think. Yeah. Uh, look at Fight Club. Ooh, true. Urban secret society. Urban secret societies. Um. I like this story because it ties in this kind of border between obviously the supernatural and society, but also the border between like the time, the sign of the times where this kind of supernatural thought was basically dissuaded and people were like, yeah, you're crazy. Like that. That's right, like in in court, they didn't even. No, they didn't. No, they didn't even take it as, like, they just tossed it out as this guy's and this guy's nuts. Um. So I I really think that's a, it's a that was an interesting uh, interesting time as the as colonization was happening and, um, the exchange of ideas. The exchange of ideas and the. I don't know. I don't know exactly what word to use, but kind of the the old world was being taken over by the new world, and kind of the thought process that came along with new world colonization. So, for for reference, the Salem witch trials um, started in in 1692, mm-hmm. which is just about 200 years previous of yep. Yep. Um, the. Chilean. The Chilean. Uh-huh. Yeah. The Chilean. Yeah. So they, and you know, in that 200 years, we, uh, we as people came a long way. We did. We have we've come a long way. We really have. In a short, in a, I don't know, in a really short time, society has come a long way. Um, I didn't, I didn't include this in, in the, uh, in what we were doing, but I was reading a article about the Ottoman Empire and how they would, for a long time, they had implemented this thing where they killed the when a when a new uh, ruler came up, they would kill all of the existing family so that no one could overthrow. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a great plan <laughs> yeah. for, for sustainability. Yeah, I mean, in that sense, yes, but, like, I just thought that was nuts. Um, they talk about this one dude getting his uh, death. It says, death by compression of the testicles. Don't do that. Like, don't, don't oh, that. my goodness. That is just that is just savagery. Can you, can you even die from that? I it's mean, a long way from the heart. You, you probably bleed out. God, uh, isn't that insane? Damn it, dude! <laughs> dude <laughs> the shit people did to each other is just absurd. I, you know, I'm not even gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. That's nuts. And apparently, the uh, the the uh, the executioners were the. Um, the gardeners as well. So he the sultan had these gardeners that kept his like garden but they were also <laughs> executioners. That's a pretty good uh security system. Crazy. Crazy man. Yeah, they were like they were yeah, they were like policemen and executioners as well as gardeners. That makes it seem like, you know, like a firing squad or like lethal injection isn't so bad. Nope. No, I think, well, we've become more civilized. Yes, we have. 
This uh, there's no there's a little. Some ag- of us would claim too civilized. <laughs> true, true. Um, there was another excerpt in there about um, a ruler who um, had, basically, I think it was all of his um, I don't, I guess you would call them like concubines or whatever. He had all of them killed just so he could choose new ones. Wow. Yeah. That's like uh, when people would break their phones just to, you know, just get a new phone. Yeah. Wow. To be king. Oh, to be king. I can't, I can't believe that just how, just, just like disposable people treated other people. Um, dude, it's wild. It is truly wild. I couldn't do it. Well, Well, I could do it. If it was life and death, I could do it. I could just look at someone and be like, you know, just wave my hand like I didn't order this food and then them just like not exist anymore. Just have them killed. I'm soft. Have them killed because they pissed you off. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, what are we? Are we millennials? I think we're centennials. Oh, Jesus. What is that? Yeah. It's like before, it's like before, before like 2000. I think millennials start at like 2000 or like 1999. It's something, it's something like, no, no. Well, I, so I thought we were as well, but like, there's like, it's a small subject. Check it. Look up centennials real fast. And that's, then we'll, uh, then we'll get out of here. If I find out I'm a millennial, I'm going to have, I got to make it. I'm going to, I'm going to be triggered. I'm going to have a meltdown. This is, yeah, this is it. Yeah. Centennials. Um, just give me some dates. I know. Just oh, uh, no, we're not. We're not. No, centennials are nineteen ninety nine to present. Wait. Centennials are nineteen. Oh, please don't let me be a millennial. No. I thought millennials were. Or maybe I was telling my sister she's a centennial. Oh, no. Are we centennials? No, I think we're millennials. Oh, fuck. <laughs> late, late, oh. I refuse to be put into a category. I re- yeah, what, um, I, what, what do we don't not Don't label like? me. We don't like labels. No labels. Yeah, dude, I think we're millennials. Yeah, we probably are. That's tough. God dang it. thought we escaped it. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Gen Y are millennials, dude. We're millennials. Millennials. Well, you were born in 95. You could be... You you don't have to be a millennial. Oh, I'm a Gen Z. Wow. Gen Z, baby. I-Gen. The I-Gen. The I-Generation. Oh, wow. That sounds worse. That sounds... Yeah. Who created (laughs) that? The I-Generation? Get out. I thought Apple. I thought Apple had an I. They did. They they did. They trademark the lowercase I. <laughs> you can't use that. You can't like. You can't do that. Damn. Well, um, got anything else for us? Any parting words for the listeners? Uh, I I would just say um, you know stay safe out there and read as much as possible. Stay away from caves. Caves. Stay away um, from secret entrances. And secret societies. Yes, no secret societies. I um, think joining, I wonder what the percentage of, once you start going to secret meetings or like closed mm-hmm. meetings, what is your percent chance, like how far does your life expectancy go? That's is true. Is it better to be a chain smoker uh-huh. or to join a secret society? Like which one is going to have you live longer? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say once you go to your first secret society meeting, you're like, damn, this is cool. I want to... It was probably really cool. You probably feel super included and welcome, yeah. I imagine. Oh, definitely. There's some, you know, you get to know secrets. You're a little empowered. Definitely empowered. Um, you feel welcomed. There's, there's, there's a huge thing to be feeling welcomed. People want to feel... Included. Included. People. Part of something. There's a longing to be wanted. 
Mmm. Mmm. I think I'm gonna end there. <laughs> we didn't use our we didn't use our new soundboard today. Oh my goodness. Um, that's gonna take some practice, so bear with us on that. Um, but um, thank you for listening. Uh, check us out on Twitter, um, World We Live Pod. You can find. Um, oh, we were supposed to do this at the beginning. I know we were. I totally forgot. I got so. I love our new intro. Uh huh. And it's like I go with that and just kind of forget about everything else. You just uh, black out. You just black out during yeah, the show. I don't even. <laughs> do we start the show? <laughs> what is it? Is it over? Oh gosh, it's eight o'clock already. <laughs> uh, find us. Find me on. Uh, Find us on my Instagram. Check us out on Facebook, my Facebook page. Uh, find the episodes on Audio Boom, Stitcher, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts. Rate and review. Um, love some feedback. Um, we had an email from a listener last week um, we concerning our topic or our story about um, a man who died in a uh, sensory deprivation tank, uh, or I guess I was some. It wasn't really a tank. Um, but uh, and he had just taken a uh, untested herpes vaccine, and um, uh, she she encouraged us to uh, research more to vaccines. So we will um, do, which we will definitely do. Uh, I think there's more out there that people don't understand about that. I feel like it's one of those things we take for granted because they're they're like they're important vaccines. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway. What do you mean uh, we take it for granted? No, I'm just saying like, like as a baby, like you, like you get vaccines. Oh right, like you don't you don't know you just know that you don't have polio. Exactly, which I mean, <laughs> yes, that's true. Which no one wants. Um, Worked out for FDR. FDR, sort of. Um, no, but I'm just saying like we get we get vaccines and like. We don't really ask questions. Like, I know I I you, can't, I, I mean, can't you, wait to do more research. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I have a feeling that we are going to disagree on vaccines a little bit. I'm yeah. We'll we'll <laughs> save it for another time because I'm closing right now. I'm God sorry, damn it, I'm Kyle! I interrupted. Um, yeah, check us out. Rate and review, and uh, have a good weekend. Uh, hope you enjoy. Talk to you later.